Hello and welcome to the in-between segment known as We'll Save the Interview. I just came up with that. I'm sitting here, just me and my buddy, Kevin Decker. Hello, everyone. How we doing? I am fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Always, always thank you for listening. You always got to start with that. Uh, So if you're curious about this, don't forget we are actually taking a bit of a a charge in between the end of Kevin's fantastic run of Unknown (sighs) Treasures. Smoke out of the barrel. As as my son would say, woof. 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 And the plot armor from that. And then our debut of book three. Three of the threefold conspiracy on. I'm so excited for that. July 26. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So we have uh, we have a couple weeks of interviews with all of the cast, and then we have a special recap. And then on July 26, you can start and you can tune in, not just on audio, but you'll be able to tune in with video. 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 Yep. So you can see our cool. faces. I'm excited for that too. I know. I know. It's nice to watch people as they act and laugh. I know it's, it's a little great. frustrating for me because I gotta like I actually gotta get dressed and like clean up a little bit. I can't just roll into the studio and hit record. I gotta actually like be presentable. So yeah. I might not be wearing pants still. I am gonna point that out. That means that I'm gonna text your wife and be like, Kevin, come here real quick, and then you'll run out and we'll get video <laughs> of you just running out. Standing up with just my underwear. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? We already have the pod uh, set as explicit, even with the beeps, so we'll there just add to that. Yeah. It's fine. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple interview questions. Let's jump in. We also got a little warm-up question. We're gonna warm up. Uh, my warm-up question for you, Kev, is uh, what was the most recent food or beverage that you really enjoyed and i mean you're like floored you're like this is ambrosia i need this again in my life very soon ah okay yeah i live in maryland um that is a place and the sushi here is not comparable to other places i've lived like hawaii or california or places i visited like japan but there is a place locally in old elegant city called umi and i i took uh, my family there with some friends and yeah it was it was the kind of sushi i expect mm. when i go to a good sushi place i was very very pleased with it i had i forget what the so back in la there's a place called Takoro. i'm sure we talked about this they yeah. have a mountain roll that is like a spicy tuna roll with a it's just a ton of t- like spicy tuna mm. with chef sauce and whatever sauce is on top really good my favorite favorite roll. This place had a mountain roll. It was different. It was a deep fried roll that had sushi. Uh, it was a um, spicy tuna with with the same like sauces on it, but it was deep fried. Oh, it was it was so good. So and you were yeah yeah. That sounds great. That sounds very tasty. I thought for a second you were gonna say you know there's this little little mom and pop shop here in Maryland. It's called Seven Eleven. And have- <laughs> Wait, here's a fun story. My, my neighbor, my neighbor's actually like head chef for a local grocery cha- chain, and like the guy is a professional chef. And we went out drinking one night, and we ended up at the tavern, which is just down the road. 
and he was like, man, I love, I love 7-Eleven hot dogs. And we all left and he actually went to 7-Eleven and got a 7-Eleven hot dog. And I was like, man, I'm with you on that. But like, I don't want one right now. <laughs> but this is like professional chef. His thing is 7-Eleven hot dogs. And I'm like, yeah, I got you, bro. I, know I, am, I am surprised that you didn't want one. Surprised that you didn't want to get that glizzy. I was, it was 2 a.m. I was ready to go to bed, you know. Yeah, we, we do know how 2 a.m. Kevin is. But I have to say, when Kevin would come over in downtown LA, I mean, we lived above a 7-Eleven and just every time that you came over, whether it was to like watch it, watch the cat or play a game or do homework or something, you will you would walk in, you'd be like, hold on a sec. Go <laughs> it's the 7-Eleven was in your building. Go it was like get a, a hot dog every time. <laughs> uh, it was in your building. And, and they have a rewards point system that I was like, I'm gonna get my next hot dog for free. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> working up. Uh, <laughs> Great. That was good. That was a good time. Good time. But yeah. Cool. All right. Let's uh let's jump into the the real content that people want to hear. Although some people like the banter. I lo- I love the banter. It's good. It's good. It's all banter to me. It's all banter. Life is banter. <laughs> tell me, Kev. Just give a little quick intro. Uh tell me what characters you play in the threefold conspiracy and in unknown treasures. Who are we talking about today? Okay, I'll start with the easy one. Um, in Threefold Conspiracy, our main show, We'll Save the Podcast, I play the android Rick19. Mm. Um, do you want like a little bit of history on him? Sure. However much you would like to give and share okay. with our listeners. I think some of the things we've revealed so far is that he is from Akiton. He has a family. He has a, a wife and kids. And he wants to get back to them. He is He misses them dearly. That's all mm. we kind of know. Okay. We all know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. That's all I'm going to give you. Oh, okay. we did forget he is a part of the uh, uh, Android Abolition Front. At least yes. a, he is a, a up and rising member of that uh, organization because he is an android who is trying to free other androids. And that is actually where we opened the adventure is he he was tracking down a a slaver, a somebody who captures androids and accidentally killed them. I'm going to say accidentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because every 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 murder Rick has ever done has been accidental. You heard it here first. Uh-huh. You heard it here first. Rick nineteen admitting <laughs> to murder accidentally. Accident- it's more like manslaughter, right? <laughs> so he's course. a manslaughter bot, not a murder bot. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really flow off the. All right, what was the well. other part of that question? Uh, threefold conspiracy. And no, then, sorry, um, unknown treasures. So unknown, unknown treasures. treasures. Yes, I. Uh, what character did I play in Unknown Treasures? I played. <laughs> Riddle and the bus driver and uh-huh. uh, the pilot for the shuttle and I played the the Michael Kafak dog guy and Michael oh, yeah, dog dealer. Um, I played the random market person. I played Snake Boy, which you guys Wordle. loved. Oh yeah, Snake Boy is fantastic. Merkel, Kesh, uh, the seven other Keshis that we talked to, the other yeah. fourteen Bomb goblins, Bomb Gozzle, asshole Bomb Gozzle, Vari thirteen. Has Tronin, all the true warriors. Um, I think the, the few characters I did not play were. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I was the GM. That's that's the point. I ran the show. It should have only taken 13 weeks. I'm going to stop apologizing for that. Yes, thank you. I think it turned out great. I really love yes. the way that show uh, finished in the end. It was like, whew, ah, Chef's Kiss, those last three episodes where we brought in uh, Jason Keeley. He played mm-hmm. Dotrulu, the Ooh. big bad guy. And then. We finished off with such an emotional roller coaster that I had no idea what was going on the entire time. It was great. Absolutely great. It was just the best 
exercise and enjoyment of, of trust between everybody where we all had some basic things that we might understand between certain people and not and then we were just like record let's go and we all trusted yeah. each other to take it to awesome new places i might actually edit that i didn't trust any of you to do anything i had okay, it all, cool. Cool, cool, all cool. written out line by line you guys <laughs> were like ah. uh, it was great no I, good i enjoyed it i there i was actually I, I literally sat back and watched you guys work through everything it was it was fun for me to to watch uh as the gm and i'm sure it was great for our listeners as well so yeah, that is one of the pleasures, I think, of being a GM is when at a certain point you just turn sleep. off. Yeah, you just turn <laughs> off. You just lean back and you're like, the players got this because they're awesome. Yeah. Let's let's stick with Unknown Treasures real quick before we pivot to our next okay. thing. And I wanted to ask, as the GM, what were you thinking in terms of what happened at the end, the the story and the plot that's set up, what are your personal thoughts about what might happen or or how do you feel about that resolution, we'll call it, and okay. maybe how do some of the characters that you played, are, is, is there anything that, that they might, in, in their own world or as related to the four player characters? Right. Yeah. Okay. So as as a GM, again, I think we talked about this in plot armor a little bit. Unknown treasures. I, I hate to call it a throwaway, but it was. It was just a. It was supposed to be a a fun side story that was supposed to be quick and easy. And the whole point of it was, uh, we know that Hears gets this puck from Rolu as he dies, and so I wanted to explore how Rolu got that puck and what it meant to Rolu. So that was the whole point, was Rolu gets the puck, and at the end he leaves the puck and he delivers it. I thought it was fun also to explore the pirate aspect of it, and so I I threw piracy on you guys, and I was like, you're each pirates, you're stuck with that. And uh, I, I love the way that turned out. The characters you guys made, whew, phenomenal. I wanna know more about them. But the characters that I played, I, I think you guys really changed the world on Akitan, at least in Kavak mm. Depot. Mm. Riddle Riddle was losing her business. The True Warriors had taken over that town, shut her down, and had people locking their doors. And you eliminated them. The other characters, Michael is basically a a freed true warrior. You know, he is now a member of Riddle's organization and no longer a gang member mm. uh, out there you know intimidating people he's now protecting people as they explore the junkyards uh, Merck and Kesh had so much stress about trying to keep their two communities from killing each other and now their communities are combined and united and, and it's just it's just the entire the entire area around Kafak Depot is so much better now that it's under pirate reign than it was under gangster reign uh it's just it's a very interesting twist uh definitely changed my perspective on on the four characters that did this event and i'm i'm very curious i know and this is up to you john of like what will happen in kafak depot in the future you know Mm. where where is that going it'll just get blown off the face of akaton that's fine yeah Yeah. it'll cease to exist and then last thing is the character that changed that I made, I only created a few characters in this game, and, and mm-hmm. one of them was X, Xiaomi. Xiaomi? Which was, or not, sorry. Oh, what is it? I forget what name. Xiaomi was the one from mm-hmm. Threefold. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God, I can't remember her name oh, now. Oh, <sighs> yes. I, have a yes. Pull, I need to pull up my notes. The, the, the gray 
I introduced a gray to the series. Yeah. And that was that was mainly to link in what was going on with Threefold to this, to, to mm. Unknown Treasures. But that gray became a character to me. You know, it was like she she existed in my world. Um and I, I John, you can retcon all of this, but like to me, that poor gray was a very young gray during their first adventure out into the world uh mm. and that was when they you know boarded uh the stellar flare and caused it to crash land on akiton and i i think in my I, my mind the gray was kind of mia and lost huh. to the rest of the grays i mm-hmm. i think she was forgotten and for her she was so young that she knew nothing of that and so she was stuck inside that stellar flare for almost 300 years and her only goal was to get back to her home to her to the grays that left her and I, it's sad to me it's a sad story that she never made it that she never even got contact with them but i i leave that open to you john to to do with whatever you want sure i'll do nothing with it but yeah that was a great twist do you i mean you and i were in communication throughout with both of us being like hey i have this question and the other one being like, I, I can answer I can't, it I can't to answer a that. point, and then right. I can't say anything. <laughs> and that was one that. So that, what does the puck do? It kind of does this. Can I put grays in? No, uh, I put a no. gray in. Yeah, <laughs> and you add one in. So that yeah. was a that that uh, was a great twist that I enjoyed. Coming and then the other one was the narrator, which I totally I love the narrator. Surprise. I love the narrator I know. so much. I know. And and it was funny because like Kelly and I were talking about everything that's happening with Thaddeus, and it wasn't until the last few weeks before we recorded that I was like, "Yo, what if we create this this other character?" And he is a part of uh, the Council of Free mm. Captains. His his ship and and Kelly was like, "Yeah, his ship is the one that was is raided by Hears." And I was like, "Oh, this is so good." And I was like, "What if what if you do the same voice that you do for the intro and the outro?" And he was like, "Oh my god, that's so good." Uh, so yeah, now the narrator exists in our world, and yes. I think he's such a super villain. He is just he's just a massive evil that is is you know it, just alive in the universe. That but he's like a shadow character. Like he exists and is pulling strings that nobody knows about. Not even the main GM of our of our main show. Mm. Yeah. Surprise, John. I I love it when a villain leaps out of the screen and starts to live <laughs> in the world that you're in. Good stuff. Let's let's use that little transition piece there. So let's look ahead to threefold conspiracy, which I have to say quietly because if I say it loud, then they'll know because they're listening. Wait, who know? Who will know? Kev, what, what? questions or clues? are you or rick 19 looking forward to the most what what do you think is going to happen and feel free to share as much or as little as you uh, like if you want to save uh, it for july 26 i mean i oh, i'm so torn on this i am so torn i love threefold so much i'm so glad we're getting back to it and I, I i think that's one of my biggest regrets about unknown treasures is that we took so long from playing three it was great like I know it was, and I loved every second of it. But at the same time, like I'm ready to get back into it. I'm so ready to to put Rick's shoes on and play again. Are they Rick's shoes, or are they the shoes of somebody that Rick murdered? Rick Rick doesn't steal. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, no, I, so I think, and it's funny because I'm trying to play that line of like, I think Rick really like, right now they are aboard the Voidcrier, and they they left uh, Outpost Omicron. And watched it implode or disappear. Whatever the hell happened there? And Rick is just 
he's lost. The everything you know about Rick doesn't add up. Hmm. Everything. Everything I know doesn't add up. You know, it's he he was from Akiton and has a family, and now all of a sudden he is aboard a gray ship or ship that was like taken over by the greys and used as some kind of creepy experiment and they escaped all the experiments and then they ended up on top of the steward on the stewardships and and i think rick rick really admires the stewards Mm. to them they are a global force a galactic force of good that they they do nothing wrong in that sense and i think he actually at some point in his his life aspired to be a steward Mm, this is good this is good so I think for Rick, it's going to be really hard to convince him that these stewards are bad. But Kevin, on the other hand, I am so suspicious of everybody on board that ship. The only reason Rick got on there, from my perspective, is to survive. And uh, Kevin's ready ready to tear that place apart in order to find the truth. But I know Rick won't. So Find out. Find I know. out. I guess the only, the only other thing is, that I, again, I still don't know when... I, and Rick doesn't know it either of like when they were taken over at what point did his life as it was become the story of threefold conspiracy mm. and I think a part of a part of that answer that that tells us like oh yeah the ship was actually you know captured at some point and and then put into the facility while everybody was on board the question with that is then who's doing that and why and I know we have four more books to go through to get that answer, but we'll get there. We will get there. I think the last thing I have to say about Rick oh, 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 oh. is that I'm super excited to explore who he is. And I just want the listener to know that there is so much more to him than the, the surface. Uh, mm, mm. Okay. You only know Rick skin deep. And with that, thank you for listening to We'll Save the Interview, Rick 19 edition. We will see you on July 26th, or rather, you will see us. That was very lame, but I like it. That I'm was so good. Leave it in. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you and so thank much. Thank you, Kev, for sitting down for this awesome interview. Thank you for having me. Stay tuned next week for more interviews. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs>